Red with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences. I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself, talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag HeadWithJB. That's H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B. And follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. number five letting go of toxic people let go of them damn bitches yo including your family they stressing you the fuck out welcome back welcome back welcome back how are thou how are you feeling today how are you doing family are you good are you good in spirit in mind and health and body if you are not if you're not feeling your best self, I'm sending you nothing but love and positive energy, and I want to, like, shake you up. You know, every time I come in your ears just to, like, bring nothing but good vibes and positive energy and all love. And so today is nothing but tough love because our episode is titled Letting Go of Toxic People, Including Your Goddamn Family. Yes, there are some people in your life that you just gotta let go of. And they might just happen to be... Your mother. (laughs) Yes, listen, there are some people in your life that are so toxic that sometimes it just happens to be the people closest to you, right? Like, you you ever had a, like, goal or dream or, you know, just, like feel really good about yourself and then you go and share with this one particular person just to get some good vibes and they always be like well okay well well you're supposed to be doing that it's not even encouragement it's more like a backhanded compliment like damn you're just gonna like kill my vibe you're not even gonna encourage me well you're supposed to be doing good now nah, i can't encourage you for doing good as we're supposed to be doing like jesus who hurt you as a child? <laughs> like, all he could say is, I'm proud of you. Good job. Congratulations. Do you know that one of the most powerful things in life is to make another person feel important? If you tap into that skill, it's a skill of making someone else feel important, whether it's the person behind the counter at Popeye's, or KFC, whatever you like. 
or whether it's a person on the phone when you call your telephone company and you're calling because you're stressed out, or whether it's the person at your job, whether it's the janitor at the school, always treat people with respect and love and always be mindful that that person is important regardless of what position you see them in, regardless of how they may be acting. Just always show people enough respect, and it comes back to you. I believe in karmic laws. But there are some people in our lives that don't understand this shit, <laughs> and um, they're toxic as fuck. And let's talk about toxicity. What does that mean? It means that every time I come to you with some good news, you, you rain on my parade. That's toxic. Like, every time I say, yo, I need some help, you be like, yeah, I'll help you. But you never show up. That's actually kind of abusive. <laughs> That's toxic. You know, every time I say, you know, um, I'm going through some things, can you, you know, help me out? Like, shit, let me tell you how toxic is. To toxic is also um, the words people use to break you down because they don't want you to feel that you're better than them or they don't want to make you feel empowered or feel special so they constantly say things to put you down to keep you down they constantly do things around you to keep you boxed in or also to change the mindset of other people and how they view you but then those same people see how you act and they're kind of confused because what they're hearing from this person doesn't really add up with how you you are. That's toxic. And um, I, had, I had to let go of a lot of toxic people. I had this one friend that she was like that. She, uh, she only liked people who was below her. And as soon as she realized that, first of all, I'm a queen. <laughs> I ain't below nobody. Like, we, we on the same level, even if you might be older than me. Lord, I treat everyone the same, whether you're—and and people in my life know this. I don't care if you're the president, a pastor, or a goddamn drug dealer. Everybody gets the same amount of love and respect. Just make sure you respect me back. So, yeah. So this girl—this <laughs> girl, um, I had a friendship with her, and— she, she she seemed to be a really good friend. And I would, oh, I'm a doting, caring, nurturing person. Shout out to all the Libras. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm a really, really caring, loving person. And so I go above and beyond for my friends. And I thought we had a good friendship until I was no longer shopping at Forever 21 and H&M and shit. I was not shopping at Net at Porte, and I was shopping at the places that she was shopping. Listen, she got bank. And, and I, I'm, I ain't got bank like she got bank. And I was staying fresh and staying flying, but still being me and just, but that's always been who I am. I've always been fresh and fly. I've always mixed high end with low end. I've always loved vintage pieces. I always love going to thrift shop. Yo, shout out to those that shop in thrift shops. Don't look down on a thrift shop. You got some good finds in a thrift shop. Shout out to those that purchase on eBay and Poshmark and Tradesy and Real Real. Like, shout out to all my fashionistas out there that know how to get a good deal on some threads. <laughs> but no, seriously. As I started growing, maturing, developing, and blossoming, she started changing. And I realized that she actually liked it better when I was like, like I could get hand-me-downs, or I was below her, or 
I wasn't shopping at the same place as she was. And it was almost like a competitive type of energy that came about and a discord that I didn't quite understand. And then I knew within my spirit, in my gut, have you ever had an experience where you know this person does not mean you well, but you keep going back to them because they're family or because they've been a friend for 20 years, but there's, 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 there's a small voice in you saying they're not treating you good or the person you're married to. Hey, have you ever had that experience? I kept having that experience with her over the years. I've, I've had certain instances where I'm like, she's not a good friend. A good friend wouldn't do that. But I kept overlooking it, overlooking it, overlooking it, until, until one day I went to take a picture with her. We were in a group setting, and she was like, no, I don't want to take a picture. And I turned my back, and in that instant, in that jiffy of a second, she was taking a picture with other girls, but had I not turned around at the same time, I would not have gotten the tail end that they actually took a picture. So wait, you didn't want to take a picture with me? I mean, I ain't bad looking. I ain't too hard on the eyes now. Like, seriously. Wait, I, I actually think I'm kind of prettier than you. But okay, fine, but you didn't want to take a picture with me because you didn't want to take, I don't want to take any pictures, but if I hadn't turned around to see the photographer walking away that he just snapped y'all pictures and y'all just broke up your little group, that was it. That was it for me. That was it for me. That was it for me understanding that it was a, it was a, it was a friendship that had run its course and it's okay. It's okay to understand when you're prolonging relationships so long that's now becoming toxic. It's okay to call it quits or leave on good terms than to stay in a place and start developing resentment because you're not getting what you desire, what you hope for, what you need, what you require, what you requested, what you expect. Because people change. Things change. Circumstances change. Season and reason. Everybody not here for the long haul. Everybody not here to be 20 and 30 year old friends and every marriage not here to last a lifetime. That's some real life shit. So understanding that there are some situations that become toxic because we're in it too long. It's like a child in the womb. Nine months, shit. Some babies are in there for 10 months. You cannot have a fetus in the womb for 12 months for 60 months, for two years. That's not possible. That's toxic. That doctor is going to make sure they cut that child out if it's still in the, if it's not being induced, that child is not coming out because that environment, they've been in it too long, it's time to come out. There's some situations you're in right now, you've been in it too long. There's some friendships you've been in it, you've been in it too long, and then you're wondering why they're not proud of you because you've outgrown those friendships and it's okay. It's okay to leave on good terms. What happens is we let the toxicity just ruin the relationship because you stay in it too long and we start getting, you know, hurt. You gotta let it go. You gotta let go of toxic people. And for me, it was my mom. For me, it was my mom. And that's hard and it's hurtful. That's also part of the reason why I'm in fucking therapy. <laughs> Listen, Jesus, God. 
Put a hand. I just cursed and said Jesus in the same sentence. <laughs> For me, it was my mom. And if you know me and you follow me, I talk a lot about um, why I choose to be an absolutely phenomenal mother to my teenager. And it is because I never really had that experience with my mother. And for a lot of us who have children, we didn't have really good experiences in our childhood. And that has propelled us to be better than our parents and propelled us to break generational curses and generational traumas and generational abuse. And I dealt with a whole lot of that. Like my mother was a young mother when she had me. And she didn't really have all the skills to be a good mother because her mother was not good to her. And so it became generational. I was a straight-A student. I was doing my thing. I was on TV. I was just being, being the best just to get mommy's attention so she could be proud of me. And my mom really didn't, like, show me, like, you know, physical love. I wouldn't get hugs. I would, be, I would more get beatings. And <laughs> the kind of beatings that... My little red skin, like, I, I am so light-skinned. Well, not that light-skinned, but I, I, I bruise like fruit. So imagine a child being beaten with a belt at 9, 10 years old, beaten so badly and so severely that they're black and blue and there's a belt mark across their face. Or, at the age of 17, that because I didn't say hi to the guys down the street in Laventry Road, because if I say hi now, there's an invitation to have a conversation, and I just came home from church, and I know how these fellas are my block is. Because I didn't say hi, and because she was having a bad day, and someone told her, hey, your daughter disrespectful. Really? She took up an iron rod. I was 17. And beat the shit out of me. And that was when I had it. Like, I literally fought back. Like, my sister told me recently, she's like, I, I cried for you because the you, you were screaming in a way I never heard you scream before, and then your body was blue. And you take certain things because you're supposed to honor your mother and your father, right? I remember that day I fought back. I ran away from home so many times. Physical abuse, mental abuse, psychological abuse... I've been a victim of incest, <laughs> a, a, a survivor of incest, a survivor of rape. Like, I've been through some shit. I remember one time telling my mom that one of my uncles, um, um, that one of my uncles would touch me when I was a kid, and her response was, yeah, we all go through that. <laughs> Yeah, I remember my mother coming up, and I saw how she reacted to my relationship with my daughter, and it was almost like a place of jealousy. And basically, it was like, oh, you're spoiling the child. Well, she's the only child. <laughs> she can get whatever she wants, and she's a great child. So, yes, I am going to, I'm going to shower her with love and affection and anything she deserves and has earned. My kid is an amazing kid. She's a scholar. She's well-loved. She's a 
beautiful spirit in human form, she is my good fruit. But I realized finally this year when I decided to, after not speaking to my mother for years and then last year, seeing her for the first time, it was the last time I would see her. And then she said, do not come to my funeral because I will haunt you. And I was like, well, I didn't have no intentions of ever coming to your funeral, you know. It's sad, right? <laughs> yeah. So I battle with it because I want to have a relationship with my mom. Who doesn't want to have a relationship with their living parents, right? But that relationship is toxic. And I had to come to that realization that I love my mother. I wish her nothing but the best. But she's not good for my mental health. And this year, I decided to call her on her 50th. Yeah, my mom is very young. She had me at 15. I decided to, and thank God I had a witness around, call her on her 50th, put pride aside, say, you know what, I'll just call her just to wish her happy birthday. And I called her, and she's like, who is this? I'm like, it's Jamie. It's your daughter just calling to, you know, I wish you happy 50th. She's like, who is this? And she kept pretending she didn't know who it was. She's like, uh-huh, mm-hmm. That was her responses. And so I thought, well, maybe she's playing with me. So I hung up the phone, and I called back. When I called back, she totally ignored the calls. And that's when I realized within myself that I am okay. It is okay to let go of toxic people, even if it's your own mother for your own mental wellness, your own sake, for your own sanity. And for some of y'all, it might be your kids, your grown kids, who just, you just gotta like let them live their lives and make their mistakes and let them go. Or it might be the relationship you're in or been trying to force to work and it's not been working. Boundaries. Boundaries is a form of uh, self-love. And if you realize that someone in your life keeps violating your boundaries, they keep making you feel small, insignificant, keep purposefully and intentionally hurting your being, whether physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. Like there's some, there's some relationships that it's like the husband will just stop paying the bills or not giving the wife money or not giving the mother of his children money to support his children. Boundaries. Boundaries. And in order for you to really go places in life, you got to learn how to let go of some things. Some of these people are holding you back. Some of these relationships are keeping you down. Elevation requires separation. Elevation requires separation. It gets lonely at the top. Yes, you need a network. Yes, you need a village. But I'm telling you, when it really comes to that core work, sometimes you just got to let go of people. And maybe it might just be a season, and then you reconcile. But you have to make that conscious decision in your life, whether you're going to stay stuck in a toxic environment or whether you're going to thrive in a healthy one. Anyway, I 
I, I mean, I, I think I preached your head off today now. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think I've given you a lot to think about. Yep, 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 yep. Time to let go whoever it is. You know who you are. You got some people in your life that you really need to let go. You've been praying about it. This is your word. God sent me today to let you know you gotta let go of the toxic people. Y'all gonna love me. Listen, before I go, let me tell you what's playing in my head. Alive and well, one of my favorite soca tracks ever by three-time soca monarch Aaron Boyce, St. Louis, and the Bishop Anstey High School Choir. Make sure you check out that song, Alive and Well, one of my favorite tunes. And remember, I always have a call to action at the end of every episode. Have you had to separate yourself from a family member just to save your sanity? No, seriously, have you had to stop talking, pull away, keep some distance, leave the country? <laughs> just to avoid or get away from a family member just to save your sanity. Use the hashtag HeadWithJB, H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B. Tell me the story. I want to know. I tell you all my business, so the least you can do is share yours with me. Listen, it's been a great time. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, download it, share it with your friends. Let me know how you're feeling. It's been a pleasure chatting with you guys today and sharing my thoughts. This has been another episode of In My Head. (laughs) 